So I just realized this is our first podcast uh, with the, the verdict on Cal and the public school. Oh, yeah. Our battle, our, our battle royale, which we really couldn't discuss the last few weeks as it, as it got kind of intense. But we're going to give you the final decision, the verdict, and how we got there. So that's that's big. I just I just remember that when we, we got fired up doing this, I was like, we haven't even talked about that. And I think we were a little scared for a second to talk about it. Yeah, I was definitely scared. Because it was like, is this real? Like, did, did this happen? Was that the verdict? Um, so we're going to talk about that. Uh, also, uh, we got to get to anxiety, Cal's anxiety. And you've learned a lot about anxiety. Anxiety, OCD, and also him not liking to see the process of things being done. Yep, we'll get to that. We will also get to why, why there are always tears behind your eyes. <laughs> it made me sad the other night when you said this. But I'm going to get to that. Uh, but first, real quick, thank you to Aspire Nutrition. Today, I consumed billions and billions of strains of probiotics. It's, it, I mean, I'm not exaggerating. There are billions and billions. I love this company. I love their products. Our entire family uses the nutrients and the probiotics. There is a direct link with gut health and autism, and uh, you can research that for yourself. I also love this company, too, because this is a family of an autistic child, and when he was having massive gut issues, they got to work and created these really, really just premier gold standard world-class products. You can uh, see all the products we use at dailyautism.com. Just click the Aspire Nutrition link, dailyautism.com. Lately, it's my daily mix of, of the probiotics, and then I, I put in the, um, the multi, and I mix them together. And I know you do this. You, I put it in like Gatorade and water. You put it in coffee. Yeah, I know. <laughs> um, but thank you to Aspire Nutrition. Great folks uh, who are doing great, great, great work. It's really helped Cal out. I mean, you remember Cal's gut issues were so bad he, when we had to take him to the hospital? Oh, yeah. They I, didn't I mean, even know what it was. We had and no it was, idea. Yeah. Also, uh, warriormom.org. That is Tracy Slepsevic. We've talked a lot about this book, Warrior Mom. Um, and now April the 4th, so just in a few days uh, from recording this today, uh, Warrior Mom comes out. Uh, in paperback. So you can sign up for that. You can pre-order, I should say, at warriormom.org. This is a mother's journey in healing her son with autism. Really interesting story about all the stuff that, that Tracy did and how she put... You know, this is really like a guidebook, which doesn't really exist in the autism world. A lot of books are like perspective-based, which is cool. Those are good stories. But this is kind of like, here's the guide. Here's what I did. Here were the exact steps. You know, you really feel like you're getting something out of it. Warriormom.org org for that for the pre-order of warrior mom okay um oh real quick i wanted to throw this in yesterday was opening day across america opening day baseball um i went it's kind of kind of been my tradition me and my buddies we go to opening day here see the tampa bay rays play and what i did yesterday too i reposted our video of cal last season when we discovered the rays somebody from the rays reached out to me on linkedin and said, we actually have a sensory suite. Like, we are trying to reach out to autistic families to come, be a part of the ballpark, the environment. And also, too, like, you know, there's a lot of, like, deprivation in, in this whole thing. We can't go to a lot of things, and our other kids kind of suffer from that. So there's no way I think we would ever think about going to a baseball game with Cal. Yeah, and it was such a great experience. I, I mean... He did really well, and the sensory room was really well done. Really cool. Actually, I was looked, impressed. I looked up at it yesterday, and I was like, oh, that's so cool, like a memory. But I reposted the video, um, so you can really get kind of an inside tour of... Uh, it's just a day at the ballpark with Cal uh, last season. So I reposted it, dailyautism.com, to connect to our socials. Uh, I put that on Facebook and our TikTok channel as well, dailyautism.com. I was driving to the game yesterday. I was a little sad. Because this is like our tradition, you know, but this was the first time where it's like life's getting heavy, man. It is, you know, like our life has changed so much. Yeah. And it continues to change. And I was sort of like I was driving. First of all, I go with my buddies and one of I, I sound like I'm 16 years old. One of my buddies' moms dropped us off. At the game. <laughs> <laughs> well, and it's an it's an equinox, right? And I'm the smallest guy out of all of my friends, right? It's just always been that way. It's just I'm 5'7", right? It's just, I, I don't know. I can't find short friends. All of my friends are tall. I don't know what's going on. <laughs> but I mean, they're like, you have to sit in the back of the Equinox. Like the trunk, pretty much, you know? <laughs> and, I, 
and I'm driving and I'm just I'm all bent up like a pretzel. Were you ducking down? Yeah, I was all like I, just in case you got pulled. They got pulled over. Well, they were all worried about that. I was like, I, I can't do anything else. I mean, I was, I was literally <laughs> bent up like a pretzel. I'm like, I, if I get pulled over, I mean, you guys get pulled over. So be it. You know, this wasn't even my idea. But um, yeah, but it's Terrible totally the plan. right thing to do. Like, right. You get the ride. So you can't get Uber going to the game or coming back from the game because there's not enough Uber drivers. Right. So there's thousands of people. So you just, you can't do it. And we're, we're drinking some beers. So, you, you, I mean, we're not going to drive. So we got to, my buddy's mom had to drive us to the game. And drop us 73 off. year old mom. Yeah. Dude, she's amazing. She's hilarious. But I mean, it's just, so I'm going and I'm sort of like, man, this is probably, I think this is my fifth or sixth year doing opening day in a row with these guys. And it's always just such like a fun event. And it's just, I don't know, the area around St. Pete and the Ray State. It's just, it's just awesome. But I was driving. I don't know what hit me. I was like, man, our world is heavy. And I was driving there like not having fun, like just thinking like this is just hard. Because, you know, we always say like we know what we're going home to. Yeah, which sounds awful, it but it's does. just we just have a lot going on. It sounds terrible. So we have to break it down. So people because I don't know, people will get fired up about it. It's just it's not going home to Cal. It, it's not that. It's just the things that happen with autism. Yes. You know, the other night we were sitting out in the garage and I don't know what we were talking about, but it's like there was a nice breeze blowing and it's just, it felt great. And the door opens up and it's Austin and she goes, he has poop all over him. I mean, it's like 8.30 or 9 at night. Like we, yes. were, we were beat. We were just beat down, exhausted. And he was in his high chair. Like, we always keep him very safe. But somebody has to be watching him at all times. So he was in his high chair. Austin and Trey were eating a snack in the kitchen. They were supposed to be keeping their eyes on him. But if he, for one second, feels like you're not paying attention to him, it's attention-seeking. So he's going to find a way to bring the attention to him. Yeah. I mean, so, you know, Cal's a seeker and an avoider, which is not... Common. ...necessarily typical in, in autism. So um, you, you just... You're always... Imagine... Imagine being like always on guard for something like always like you yeah. just you can't not be. Um, so, yeah. So, I mean, that was just like I mean, he 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 grabs his poop out of his diaper. I mean, as pull people up, know, yeah. he's not potty trained and his pull up. Yeah, it's a diaper. <laughs> and and I mean, he's just covered himself with it, covered his clothes, covered his high chair and in a matter of seconds, seconds. And it's everywhere. And so you're giving him a shower. And I think you started crying because it was just it's just. You know, and if it's not that, it's eating the wall or, or hitting himself or biting himself or, or trying to escape and elope, you know, and it's yeah. just, it's all this stuff. And I don't know why I was driving there and I was like, wow, this is like the first year where I think it got, this got really heavy for me. And I'm like, I felt like, wow, like why, why am I thinking about this stuff now? Like I'm going to a game with my buddies. Like we're going to, you know what I mean? We're, we're going to pregame at this awesome sports bar. And then we're going to the game. And then we're probably going back to the sports bar. Like, this is a great day. And it was 80 and sunny and breezy. And I think that was the first time for me, like, maybe, you know, forever-ish, where it's like, it just sort of takes over and weighs you down a bit. Well, I think he, um, he has... Well, he continues to change, and autism is definitely more apparent, um, the behaviors and everything, yeah. which has made this year with kindergarten exhausting and depressing, and we're anxious because we don't know what's going to happen next. And I think part of like why you were thinking that on the way is because we have a million pickups and drop-offs now, so you worry about like me having to deal with all that on my own, plus dealing with him. And I just kept telling you over and over again, please just have fun, like relax. Like we don't get to have like fun and not worry that often. So I was like, it's okay. I'll take the load. Please go relax and have fun. And part of that too is like, this is the first year we didn't go out for St. Patrick's day, you know, yeah. Yeah. Well, like you with just, our friends. Yeah. It's, it was my 40th birthday. And I told the kids, do not say it's my birthday out loud. I do not want him to be upset. I'll, I'll give you guys ice cream cake, but I'm not doing the candles. We're not singing. No it's just like celebration this year has like been like non-existent. We're trying to avoid it. Like because, that's the weird part of it. Like yeah. We're trying to avoid celebrations, which I don't think, you know, the six inches between your ears, I don't think that's, I don't think that's a positive thing, right? Like there's got to be some unconscious emotion where it's like, why are we avoiding celebrations and trying to have a good time? You know, like he, he's just lives in fear of the happy birthday song and he sees a candle and he knows it's coming and it's just, 
you know, it's just all of those things. Like the Super Bowl, even this year, you know, I mean, as great of a game as it was, we were just sort of like on guard, you know, like it just. Well, we we took him to in his wagon to our neighbor's house, and and even for St. Patrick's Day, once our neighbors got back, we took him over there because they had to get together because we didn't go to the bars with them. But I took him over in his wagon, and immediately, like in like couple minutes, he wanted to leave. Like he does not like big gatherings anymore, yeah. which is keeping us at home more, which gets depressing sometimes. Yeah, it's um, you know, we still have our we 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 still have our. Once a week, I think we're still doing that. Yeah, usually we stopped for like two weeks, but we, we did. it's really not healthy. <laughs> and then, I mean, you have to get out of the house. I mean, especially stopped. as a couple, we stopped for like two weeks, and then they're like, "We've got to stop stopping." <laughs> so, <laughs> I'm like, "This is not healthy." Just uh, yeah, it, not get out of the house. Yeah, I mean, so we we've been big on the date nights at least once a week. I tell a lot of other special needs parents, I'm like, "You have to, you have to do that." And even in that small book I wrote called "The Autism Agreements." Um, you know, I, I describe it as the oxygen mask on an airplane theory. You know, when you first have a kid and you get on a plane and they're like, hey, uh, if cabin pressure goes down and, you know, we start to di- nosedive or whatever, um, put your mask on before your kids. And it's like, well, that just sounds crazy. I mean, that's just that, you know, you, if you're a parent, you're like, well, no, that's that is not what I'm doing. But then you think to yourself, and this is what I said to myself. Well, if we don't save ourselves, then who saves the kids? Yeah, exactly. And so you have to kind of just always have that in your mind and so when we go out and hit the tiki bar and have a beer and watch sunset or even just grabbing a few beach chairs and going sitting on the gulf of mexico that's our oxygen mask like that's that's us saving ourselves so that we can save the kids yeah you know from like an emotional or i don't know what if you would call it a mental health perspective whatever it is i think it's just maybe you know an attempt to be happy you know and 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 Cause it's hard to get productive things done when you're unhappy. I went back a few days ago and listened to, I think this is like the 104th or 105th episode of this, this podcast. And, you know, I think we started this, I tell people more for us than anybody else, because it was like, we just need to talk about things. And then it turned into people reaching out on, on Facebook and TikTok and like, you know, more, 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 more. And then it's like, Oh, okay, well, this is kind of cool. Well, some of these episodes, like they're kind of depressing. I've cried on here. Uh, a lot. <laughs> I, I mean, some of them are, are depressing. Some of them, though, are really kind of like upbeat. And I and then I, I listen to those and I go, well, is that real? Like, were we faking that? Was it really that good? But then I'll go to like the, the very next episode and go, God, was it really that that down? Was it really that hard, that challenging? And the reality is, yeah, all of it's true. You know, like two things can be true at one time. And so that's why, you know, when we kind of, we first started this thing, and, you know, you kind of have to have a mantra, like, like, like a motto, I guess, or a, or a tagline for a, for a show or a podcast or a radio show or whatever. And we sort of came up with fun, sad, real. Because that's, I mean, things go from fun to sad, like in seconds, multiple yes. times a day. Yeah. Like, so, like so many people that reach out to us on, on Facebook. By, by the way, Facebook is getting wild. Boy, yesterday this woman was coming for you hardcore about cow's hair. We'll get to that in a second. But, um, you know, it, it like it's you're not weird. You're not strange. Your family isn't weird. Your kids aren't weird and strange if things change by the second. Like, that's just what this is. And it's okay. You know what I mean? Yeah. I used to think, like, people think we're weird. And I guess looking from their perspective, maybe we're a little weird. This, these are some weird things. But the, the, the constant and, like, very, like, violent changes, it's not weird. That's just what this is. And it is really, I don't think you're ever going to get used to it, right? Like, I'm not. I, I just, I kind of I always have, like, this nervousness. I'm a little worried about him all the time. I told you I wake up in the morning, my eyes roll, roll open. Sometimes it's 2.30 in the morning and I'm watching the fan spin, you know. And I'm just, I'm worried. You know, I'm worried about what's going on with him. Yeah. You know, it's, yeah. it's, it's. it's and that just constant worry just, man, it eats away at you a little bit, you know? And that's why I tell people, you, you still have to go out with your buddies and, and watch sports. Eat healthy because you need your time. You need good time, you know? And, and, and it's like you, you, you know, working out, you know, going and talking about, I don't know, whatever girls talk about at the salon when you're doing their extensions and their hair and everything. You know what I mean? Like, you've got to have that. Yeah, I mean... 
as a hairstylist, like doing someone's hair is like therapeutic for me, which is kind of nice because it's my career. Yeah. You know, and then I do enjoy cooking. Um, but even yesterday I was thinking, gosh, when I'm not at work or in the kitchen, like I'm always doing a project at home. Like you went to the game and I'm putting together a dresser, which I actually like because I'm just focusing on it because Cal was with his therapist inside. So, um, no, I mean, autism definitely takes it out of you. And and obviously everyone's situation's different. Maybe you do think it's beautiful. Maybe you don't have to deal with all the challenges that we deal with. But we are dealing with some challenging things. And this year has really been a lot, there, even with school. Yeah, like, there are there are people that, you know, and, and, and they'll get noisy on social and that's cool. And they're like, you know, you guys like it's it's you, you got to find the beauty and this and that. And it's like, look, I, I get it. But we all want that. But as I said before, it's impossible for life to be a Hallmark card. It's just it just is. I mean, it's just it, it's just not real. And so with one of the whole, you know, tagline things with fun, sad, real. Yes, there are times where this is awesome. Like there really are. I mean, he started to kind of make new sentences, you know, and he's really on this hickory dickory dock. And, and now he's coming up with new things that go up the clock, you know. So and it's funny, you know, because it's funny to hear his imagination, everything. But, you know, the biting and the fecal smearing and the violent outburst and the hurting himself. I mean, I mean, you know, <laughs> we live in Florida. There's no carpet, right? It's tile floors. And he realizes he can, you know, he wants to bang his head against that. And, and when he gets angry and and even the choking, he'll try to put, you know, stuff his mouth with things to choke. And it's just like those are the things that just weigh on you. And I figure we're, gosh, I don't know, are we three years in? Almost two and a half. Yeah, he was diagnosed at three and he's five and a half, almost okay. six, almost three years. Yeah. So we're, you know, and it just, it really does like, like weigh on you. And so we're, we're, we have a lot to learn still, there's no doubt. But, you know, I think we're, this has become harder than we ever imagined. You know, the, 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 it, it just, and we were told this by the therapist too, just the way he is. And after that, the, the, you know, they kind of had analyzed, you know, all of his aspects of, of autism. They're like, we believe this will probably get worse before it gets better. But it can get better. But it can get better. And if you guys are aggressive. With the amount of therapy. And positive with therapies, it will get better. And so we've never wavered from that. Like, you know, so. Um, yeah, I don't know. I, I There was a guy on, on LinkedIn the other day and he was talking about, yeah, this kind of just got real for me. And um, so I figured like, yeah, yesterday and I was driving and I was just a little down. Now, I, I, I mean, I wound up having a great day. It was awesome. It was a lot of fun. It always is. But I just feel like there's people out there who, you know, whether you're just going to the gym for a great workout and you're down because you got some tough stuff going on at home. You're worried about your kid or you're worried about your wife who's worried about your kid or whatever it may be. Or you're worried about your other kids who are, you know, siblings who also at times need non-special needs parents. They, they need to feel like dad's locked in on them, you know, and, and, and they want to talk about sports and, you know, and, they, and some of them need me as a coach. You know what I mean? And then they still need you as a mom, mm -hmm. you know, so it's it, it just is a lot. It's just a lot. And so. Um, you know, for people that need to hear that, like, yeah, there's just that moment. Like yesterday was one for me. It's just, it's like an, he's always, Cal's always talking about uh, Hickory Dickory Dock and elephant went up the clock. It's like an elephant stepped on me and it was, it was kind of paralyzing for a second. It wasn't like a, like a panic attack. I mean, it wasn't like, you know, violent or anything. It was just a little paralyzing, you know, and, and just down. And I think that that stuff's just going to keep happening out of nowhere because, you just got a lot that you care about. But you have to, you have to like make time for yourself. I know. And you have to find a way to be happy. I was really happy that you came home from the game and you had a good time. And then two of our kids, Austin and Trey, came home fighting and arguing because they do every day. And I'm like, <laughs> we are not doing this tonight. Like your dad had a great day. Let him enjoy the rest of his night because I don't want him to have to break apart your guys' fight. So we'll talk about it tomorrow because... That's exhausting too. Right, we're let, parenting four other kids. Let's get. Yeah, I know it, somebody. Somebody wrote to us. This was a while back. Um, we were talking about autism, and they're like, "Well, it was your guys' choice to have four other kids. I mean, why is that a part of this?" <laughs> I'm like, "Well, well, the four kids came before autism." Yeah, but I mean, even so, I mean, well, okay, so I mean, it's still it, there's still ingredients sometimes in the chaos. I mean, you know. Like, if you have a kid, you know that there's just sometimes chaos and drama and everything. We happen to have five and, you know, four of them together. They're very close in age. I mean, Charlie, Austin, and Trey are 10, 11, 12. So, I mean, it's, you know what I mean? Right, yeah. It's just, it's just, 
No one. We don't regret any of our kids. No, I mean, I don't I, regret I, anything no, about Cal that. or the situation. It's just we have a lot to learn. We've had to uh, completely adjust our life. Um, it's like we've never imagined. Bro, I don't even recognize my old life. I know. You always say that. I, it's, it's, I'm not saying but, it is a bad thing. I'm saying it's hard for me to go back and remember you know, like I was talking with a, a buddy of mine a, a few weeks ago about like the old radio days, you know, like, you know, when I was doing a morning show and I don't know what, what, what did we do? I don't, I mean, we went to concerts, we went out to events, like we did fun up. It was always around people, you know, we I'm, didn't worry. I'm a very social person, you know, so that just kind of always like worked for me. I like being in front of, I don't know, it was just, but I'm like, I don't even recognize it anymore. It's so weird. But then I realized we still have to move forward. And I've even read to at times, it's not good to look back too often in the past. And if you're doing it from the perspective of like, I really miss that. Those were the good old days. Like I've, I've heard yeah, that. That's, that's not good. Yeah, I've heard that that's kind of, I was reading something the other day. It's kind of dangerous, you know, cause you start to feel like you'll never have that again, those feelings. And like, you just, you can't go there, you know? Um, yeah. And, and we were talking about the whole beautiful thing. Cal is so cute and he's such a nice boy and he really is happy. He's just, there are things that set him off and there are daily struggles, but he, he's very cute. He, yeah. And I see a lot of potential and he really is such a nice boy. He's like, very nice. He, he, what, what has gotten very sad is the look in his eyes when he's do when, when, you know, like a meltdown or something or when something's not going right. It's like, he's trying to say, listen, I don't know this, but this is what I, I see when I look at him. Like, I don't want to be doing this right now. Yeah, I agree. I know you guys are looking at me. I know you're trying to stop me. I know you're helping coach me through this. I don't want to do this. I don't know what's happening. Yeah, you know? I agree. Um, so let's go. To, um, let's go to uh, the school. So we, you know, we had some episodes here where we just talked about. Um, how I don't to- want to say anything too much for anyone to get mad. Because he actually no, is um, in a good place right now. Be, no, no, this is going to be with positive. his schedule. I, we, yeah. we took down a couple of episodes because. Um, we were going through this, you know, I guess it was sort of an update to his IEP, you know, and, and getting a therapist in school one-on-one, private, uh, this is a private therapist. Mm-hmm. Um, but we took some stuff down because I didn't want it to influence, there's a lot of people around here that listen to this pod. I mean, there's a lot of people involved with special needs here that listen to the podcast, which we're very grateful for. Thank you. Yeah. It's so nice of you. I didn't want this though to become an issue with us negotiating with the school, the county superintendent's office. So we made some changes. And so this isn't like, you know, I'm not even going to like. And we never say the name of his school. There's no, 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 no. We don't talk about the school, the teachers or anything. But listen, the reality is there are parents who are going through hell right now in trying to get things that most likely they probably deserve. And I don't even want to, I don't even want this to be from a perspective of who won and who lost. Like, I don't want to look at the individual stakeholders and see like what they had in. Here's the thing, parents. This is what I'm going to tell you. You have options. It's very hard. You can get it done. Okay. And feel free to message us. Yeah. You can go to dailyautism.com and whichever one of our socials you're on, message us like Give us your give us your situation, your challenge, what advice you need, and all all we can do is tell you what we did and what worked for us. Um, and I'm just telling you, there's, I'd say there's hope out there, but better than hope, there's actually the opportunity for your hard work to turn into a um, a success for your kid. Yeah, and there's a lot of laws out there and things that change, and every state's different. So yeah. I would definitely do your research because um, knowledge is power. I'll also say this too, and I think this is important. Just because something like becomes a law, you know, they, they, they can do these like um, addendums and, and, and expand laws or, or, you know, whatever, or focus them more. That doesn't mean that that's always communicated to like the local, the local staffs, administrators, policy people. You know, there's a learning curve in all of this. It's not like the state capitol bangs the thing and says, here's the new law. And it's just downloaded into everybody's brain across the state. Yeah. Or the country, you know, right. whatever it may be. Like, there's a learning curve on their end, too. I think we had to learn to be patient with that, and, and, and it's a valuable thing to be patient with that. They're also learning and changing with it. Now, there are times where it's just not done with enough care and enough purpose, and, and, and you, you need to, you know... I mean, there's a time to be a lab, and there's a time to be a pit bull. 
in this whole thing. <laughs> right? <laughs> and I'm the pit bull. Well, <laughs> but I'm very nice, too. Exactly. And honestly, it's well, only for my kid. That's what I'm saying. There's it's a for time my kid. To, I don't time, care about anything else except time him. There's a time to be both. And, and you just have to know which, you know which moment you're in. And so... That's all I'm going to say on it because, I, I mean, I know some of the staff there listens. We appreciate the staff there. Well, I'm going to say a little bit. Well, not too much. Um, Cal is just having a very, very hard time with school this year. Okay. Oh, sorry. <laughs> very hard time with school this year. To the point there was like a two-month period in our house that like his – I realize now what it was. His anxiety was so bad that the pica was getting so much worse. Like our front door is torn to pieces because he, he tore the paint off. Like his behaviors were getting – like it was awful. I, I thought to myself, I can't live like this anymore because <laughs> it's like was tearing me apart. Like I was crying all the time. And it's like what does a mom do when she feels like she can't live like this anymore? So I have to change what's going on. So I had the amount of therapy for him. Like they went through the process and he had, because of everything that had happened and his behaviors were getting so much worse that they upped his therapy. So he started getting really intense therapy for a couple months. We're talking, we're talking almost like full time, right? Well, like, it was, it's 39 hours, 39 hours. Like imagine your full time job and, but it's just, you know, receiving therapy. Yeah. And that's because that's what he needed. I yeah. mean, insurance doesn't approve something that doesn't. <laughs> Fit their qualifications, well, no, you this, know? Yeah, this all goes through doctors and, and they check in with all the, you know, the, the therapists, the therapy centers, his his pediatrician. I mean, everybody's involved. Right. Like, so that what, meant that it was affecting school. Like, so he was at therapy. Um, and then I, re I was realized he was starting to get better. Like, and no, you don't just get better from autism. But things were like starting to get back in place to where he was before. And he was continuing to progress, progress again. Yeah. So because the, he had regressed so much. The functioning like started to improve. Like right. there were just things that, that improved. Right. So, so then working with everybody, now he is going to school two days a week with his therapist because it works with his schedule. And that's all I'm going to say about it right now. But like we said, if you need help going through the process, um, you can always reach out to us. But he is in school two full days with support. And because he has that support, there's not anxiety anymore. Yeah. Listen, and he, he needs support. I mean, we've run into parents, too, that are dropping thousands of dollars, you know, hiring lawyers and stuff like this. You know, I'm not going to give you legal advice. I'm just going to tell you, you know, we opted not to go down that road um, because at the end of it, you know, um, many of these. La Listen, lawyers are great. I, I love lawyers. I'm, you know, knocking on the door of law school. Like, so it's it's not that it's just for this situation. Um, when you look at the type of financial investment and just getting honest with yourself of is is I mean, are you getting bang for the buck? I mean, it's what it came down to. It's like, we can do this. I always say, who better to tell your story than you? I mean, I mean, who better to, to tell and explain than the parents of the child? Now, if you're totally irrational and insane and you're going to go in there, you know, then you need to get an advocate or a lawyer probably. But if you can critically think and critically analyze, and like I said, at times, no one to be the pit bull, no one to be the lab. And, you know, you can you can get this done and 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 you really should try. There's nothing worse than we see kids. We talk to parents and I feel awful for these parents because they feel guilty. They're like, I denied it. I denied it. I denied it. And they started doing therapy at 13 and it's tough. You know, it's tough. Yeah, you got to try so, early on. And I said Pitbull like. I was very nice. Like I stayed very nice to everyone the whole time. Melissa, though. No, I'm saying you, Pitbull like. No one is standing yes, in my way. I know, but hey, you, I can explain myself. I know, but you no can't. one's standing in my way. I'm going to do whatever I can for my kid. Yes, because this isn't working. And guess what? He's doing great right now. It's also okay to feel like what people are thinking of Pitbull. Like you can you can attack it that way. And Pitbull, Pitbulls are nice too. <laughs> <laughs> I don't yeah, want anyone to get mad. I thought about Pitbulls that are I, nice. I thought it when I said it. I, yeah. Well, whatever. That's the stereotype. I love pit bulls. We have friends that have pit bulls. It's fine. You know, God. Yeah. You can't, I, you can't say anything anymore. No, this woman it, was yelling at me on social media yesterday about his hair. All right. Let me, let's, let's close up the school thing real quick. So great ending, happy, appreciative of the staff, the county, everybody. The, the, the moral of the story is everybody can get together. It does take work. It takes patience. It takes tears. It takes frustration. So I'm not going to just say, oh, yeah, you know, here's four easy steps to get your kid a therapist all day in school. There's no height. There's no hacks. There's no life hack for this. Um, but you just you got to stay on it. You got to commit to it. You got to say this is kind of what I'm doing. Um, 
that's kind of what we did before anything else. That was like a, sort of our number one priority for a while. It can happen. Reach out, and and we're happy to give you full, honest um, perspectives on on our situation, which is you know unique to us, and yours will be unique to you. But maybe we can give you an idea. So, yes, and with autism, there is a lot of learning. Um, but one thing I've learned about Cal this year, besides the anxiety, well, him with autism, him with autism is you have he has to be taught everything, everything. I, we talked about before everything our kids learned on their own like take off your shorts like Trey our 10 year old he was like the best baby ever and so when he was growing up like toddler and stuff he just started doing everything by himself yeah all of them did but one thing he had to learn he has to learn right now which he's learning is he doesn't know how to go to school yeah he has to be taught how to go to school how to act in that environment you know everything with him he has to be taught yeah and then and then what can be frustrating is then it becomes a very robotic routine. Yes. And so then that's all. Once he gets in that routine, he will not. He's not open to learning anything else or understanding anything else. That's why you know, Baby Shark is. I mean, we've. It's not a joke to say we've heard it a million times. Oh yeah. You know, Hickory Dickory Dock is climbing up the charts as well. I mean, it's just, yeah. you know, every day. And, and but that's where he is, and that's what he's going through. And so you just got to kind of let those things, you know. Um, you know, he, he's not aware that if he's in Hickory Dickory Dock going through all the animals that went up and fell off the clock, the elephant went down. And, 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 um, but then if he has to go to the bathroom while he's going through all that, he just goes to the bathroom. He doesn't stop it and then go, oh, it's time to go to the bathroom, pull my pants down. You know what I right. mean? Right, because he is learning to be potty trained. Well, I, I know yeah. that he's learning, but I'm saying he, he doesn't know. He, he, he won't stop. Like what he's doing in the routine to go. Yeah, to the he has to he'll finish all the animals. Go to the bathroom. Yeah. yeah, he'll have to finish it all first. So he'll go to the bathroom in his pants because that's, you know, that's the deal. So, um, yeah. So you mentioned the the hair on. Um, Cal hasn't had a haircut in like a year. Over a year. Over because a year. he hates it. It's traumatizing and Melissa, as for a me and him. I think it's also traumatizing to you. Yeah, it because is. You look at his hair and you're like, Ugh. I happen to think he's super cute with long hair. I also, it also got out of control. He also started realizing he could get more attention if he would take Play-Doh, which he's obsessed with, and pancake it in his hair, his very long, stringy hair. Yeah, good luck getting that out. Well, you had to cut it out. Yeah. So we finally got to the point where it was time to get a haircut. You took him, his therapists, and another hairstylist whom you work close to, to your salon to do this. Yeah, because he has roles for everyone. So I just thought he doesn't want me to cut his hair right. as mommy, you know? Right. So maybe Miss Erica could cut his hair. Well, he was that was not working either. How many complaint calls were filed against you? <laughs> <laughs> I reached out to five people to apologize, plus the owner of my building, yeah. because he was so loud. And these walls are supposed to be, like, soundproof. But <laughs> this one stylist was like, everyone in the hallway was talking about it. And I'm like, oh, my God. Yeah, but like everything else we've learned too, it's like, okay, it's soundproof, but is it autism kids soundproof? You know what I'm saying? Like it, it just adds a different, like a, there's just a different dimension. Yeah, you know? and she only got the bottom cut, which then he looked like he had a bob, which I really can't deal with. So the next day I had to cut it. It was interesting. But of course, you said tears behind your eyes. Of course, he I like... like Jennifer Aniston from the 1990s. <laughs> <laughs> all she did was get the bottom cut and it wasn't even yeah. because he was moving around and she had to just use like clippers to do the bottom instead of scissors because he's moving around so much. But then he went home with his therapist. I had to shower and go to work for the day and I'm like coming in and I feel a little embarrassed and I'm like a couple people were coming up to me, you know? So then I, I started crying. Like I always have tears behind my eyes. And then I have to like, I'm like trying to get myself together because I have to work. You said that the other night and I felt bad for you because I can see it a lot. I always have tears behind my eyes. Yeah. See, and that's, it's not good. I kind of, you know, I, 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 I feel for you because when you, when you live like that for too long, it, it just has an effect. It, it, it brings you down. I mean, and that's why, we, you know, we go back to like, like going out and, and stuff. You just, you have to sometimes just open up the escape hatch and you need to just get yourself right. You know, yeah. what, tiki, what the, tiki what, bar so, sounds pretty good today. What's that? I said the tiki bar sounds pretty oh good my today. God. Just two hours. No. <laughs> See, 
See, two I, hours. I usually get accused of being the antagonist at just like, let's go to the tiki bar, but oh, two hours. That has never, ever happened. Ever. Well, it, it kind of has to with our schedule with the other kids. We're so busy. Listen, I ain't even going to lie. We deserve it. I mean, <laughs> I mean, it's just like we deserve it, but um, all right, we'll, we'll figure that out, but <laughs> we'll figure it out. I talked you no, into it. But I, no, but I feel bad for you. I know you have the tears behind your eyes always, and, and I... I think I'm a little different and I don't know, maybe just selfishly I'll admit like I love doing the other kids sports and coaching because it is my moment to just escape a little. Like escapism is so important. I used to talk about that too when I was doing the radio shows. Like, I mean, and this is behind the scenes stuff, but like it's about escapism. Nobody ever wants to be in the checklist or to-do list of their everyday life. Like you've got to give people what they want, they, they kind of want to like get out of that. They want something to think about, to feel. It's escapism, you know? Yeah. And like we have to create that for ourselves. And that is not, you know, that we're, we don't like doing this. There are aspects of it that are hard. And you know what? Sometimes we just can't handle it. And like, and I know that that's like, parents shouldn't say that, but this is a different type of a thing. Oh, we do a great job handling it. But I'm saying there's times where you can't handle it anymore. Like, like, like you, you, you've, you've, you've changed the sixth diaper of the day, the biting, the screaming and stuff. And you just like, I've told you there are times where I'm like, Charlie, please sit with him for 10 minutes. And I just go outside on the front, uh, on the driveway and just look at the trees and breathe a little bit. Yeah. Like, you know that's what okay. I mean? That's okay. Yeah, I know. And so you just, and sometimes that's good enough. A lot of times it is. Other times it is the tiki bar, but sometimes it's a sports, like you got to watch a game, you know? And so. You know, I love coaching, um, you know, the kids uh, flag football and baseball. Like, that's a great outlet for me because I'm so locked into it. I don't think about these other challenges. And then there's those many moments of like, cow, we're going to the beach. Like, that's this magical place, you know. And I'll have an awesome day at the beach. And you just feel like, God, this is awesome. You know? Well, it's the best thing right now is our pool's back. So he is in the pool all the time now. He's been in the like, pool all winter. Like, it didn't really bother him as much. I mean, he took a couple months off. But yeah, he got it. He was in like a month ago. Yeah, month and a half ago. But you went to the game, and I sat outside, and he was in his pool in the pool. Yeah, and so we add that into his therapy. So he was ending his session with his therapist in the pool. So then I came out there, and he was in the pool for like two and a half hours. So which is such great exercise for him. And honestly, the whole sensory part of it with the water, yeah, him being surrounded is really good for him. And the vitamin D, like we're, people, especially Americans, are so excuse me, vitamin D deficient. Yeah, like for him. I mean, he needs as many nutrients as he can get. Very limited diet to get all that fresh sunshine and fresh air. It just, I mean, it's just so good. That's why people are like, you know, people are like, oh, you know, would you ever move here? Would you ever move there? I'm like, I can't leave. I just can't leave Florida. He needs no. He needs to be around water, which is very good for him. It's also very dangerous. Um, number one killer of autistic kids, by the way, drowning. I know. Um, because of the elopement with the water. It's also because of the sensory sensory issues, like you said. It's very important in their happiness and development. Like, oh, yeah. He just wants to be around. He wants to be in the water. He's obsessed with, sh uh, obsessed with sharks, uh, sea life and everything. And so everything with the, it's just everything. So um, that's important. So real quick, the lady who went off on you um, on Facebook yesterday, I kind of, weirdly enough, I kind of like it, like it when this happens. I don't. It, I know you don't. But I mean, you know, it, it, it is just, it makes me feel like, okay, there are truly some crazy people out there and they're not us. You know what I mean? So you had kind of quickly documented the hair, the haircut saga that we just went through. And then this lady unloaded on you for not allowing him to have long hair. Yes, which he had long hair. For I mean, year. he had long hair. Yeah. He has long hair all the time because I cut it and then I won't cut it again for a year. Yeah. So, I mean, this is a thing. We grow out his hair. But she was... Yelling at me for not letting him have long hair, not letting him make a decision. Yeah, I'm like, are you kidding me? Like, well, he doesn't make decisions like that. Yeah, but when I read that, I'm like, oh, lady, I was like, you're about to get teed off on. Because, like, the people, the hardcore people on, on that page, and you can link to it from dailyautism.com, the Facebook page. Um, like, they just, there's some really smart people on that page. Like, good comebacks, too. You know what I mean? Like, really clever. And... I, it's funny because I got a text from a friend and she was like, I'm going to throat punch that girl who's writing all that stuff. And I'm like, oh, my God, it's heating up on Facebook. But, yeah, she was she was like, let him make a decision. He's his own person. I'm like, first off, he's five. Mm -hmm. OK. 
I've had we've had four other five year olds at one point in life. Very dangerous to let them make their own decision. Yeah, just take the whole autism thing out of this. Yeah, five their own decision. Nah, listen, I had a hard time making my own decisions at twenty five. I mean, stop. Well, as a hairstylist, I mean, who in this house really makes up their mind about their hair? I do. Right. Yeah. I control everyone's hair in this house. But she totally overlooked the whole like putting Play-Doh in his hair. He was smearing food and other things in his hair. Also with the pool and the beach, that when your hair gets long or, or gets wet, it, it's just it was becoming like a like a, like a mop. And it was kind of starting to bother, like his, he had to keep clearing it out of his face and everything because it was soaking wet. Then he started chewing on his hair. Oh. <laughs> it was in his mouth. Well, and then one day he had, he wanted, he, he's been on a little bit of a peanut butter kick lately. He put some peanut butter on his hair and then put the hair in his mouth. So Ew. it was like flavored hair. Yeah. Peanut butter flavored hair. And I was like, this is getting gross. Like, it's getting <laughs> really gross. Well, so. everyone in the house was like, mom, please cut his hair. This is crazy. Yeah. So anyway. Um, that woman was yelling at me. I do not want to go back and forth and argue with somebody. I just don't have energy for it. She wanted to keep arguing, so I blocked her. Yeah. You will hit you will hit that block or ban button pretty quick, a lot quicker than me. Um, we have a lot of support on this page, and, and people are very nice, so a lot of people will defend me if someone starts getting crazy. And I won't block you just because of whatever, because the people on the page will pretty much take care of it. Yeah. But if you want to keep going back and forth with me even, I'm just not interested. Yeah. You, and you, this is supposed to be a positive, positive page. The whole point of starting it was to educate people on autism. We knew nothing about it when, the, when, we, when we started this journey. So, well, yeah. And it, it does educate a lot of people. It's positive in the sense that, you know, we, we, we just, we felt at some point that there was no point in saying, hey, we got this autism thing. It's all good and it can be all good for you too. Like your life can go on. You have to find a lot of different avenues. So we always said that it would be, you know, pretty honest. I know, and, and I said before, there were some episodes I went back and I was like, geez, that's, that was rough. But that's the way it was. And, you know, honestly, when we tell these stories and we hear from other parents, that's like the big connection point. They're like, you guys sound like us. I'm like, yeah, see, that's cool. And that's why we spend a lot of time doing this and creating so much content on, on um, like social videos and everything, because we know, like, we know there's a lot of people out there like us that are going through it. Like, we just, we just know. And so we're connecting with these people. So there are podcasts and some of them do a really good job of like, you know what? We got this. It's all good. We, we love this aspect. We love that aspect for us. It's just harder. That's just not our reality. Um, you know, and, and I say this too, and, and some people just can't. Like, I look at Cal and autism, I really try to just look at it as two different things. You know what I mean? Like, for me, autism is creates obstacles for him that we have to help get him over. Right. Like, other people look at it as, no, that is a being, and this is who that being is, and that's fine, and that's fine. I just really, like, early on in talking to the doctors and the therapists, um, you know, they're like, you can get these challenges to more of a minimum, his function can grow and can overcome a lot of these challenges. So like, I want to go at it from that, right? Like I want to go at it from, it's not just here it is, leave it alone. Yeah. It's let me help you through, let me be your coach, your, you know, whatever the word is. And there's a lot of like buzzwords and stuff. Um, That's you know, why we get therapy. And advocate. honestly, the therapy, the therapy teaches us how yeah. to handle different situations. And yes, not, everything's positive i'm i'm saying about this because this episode even sounds a little negative at, at parts of it yeah but it's real well, and we talk about fecal smearing and stuff because it's something that we deal with and it makes other people that listen to this or follow the page feel not so alone because there are parts of it that's gross i mean we actually have gotten very comfortable with dealing with the situation and if cal and people have said before what if cal when cal grows up and he gets mad at you well, then we got him all the therapy that we could and it helped him to understand what's happening. Yeah, I say this as much as possible because people do, that's the number one thing. You know, what happens when Kyle's like 18 and he hears these things and, and you guys, you know, you talk about the challenges and how, how you're trying to help him, but some days, you know, whatever. And I'm just like, listen, here, just follow me on this. It's a great question, by the way. It really is a great question. Like, if he's able to grab a device, a digital device, find these episodes, play them, consume them, understand them, and then have a, an ability to communicate his opinions about them, then we have succeeded. Even if his opinion is, wow, 
I can't believe, I can't believe that, you know, you guys kind of went through all that and you talked about it. And, you know, I, I sounded like, you know, I'd be like, you can be as mad at me for the rest of your life. I am just so happy that you're in a place that you can understand it all. You know what I mean? Yeah, like because for me, we love them. It's that's, and when people say that, I go, God, please let that happen. You know what I mean? Please let him just go, hey, well, geez, well, you know, what was that? You know, and he's not, it, it, it's, it, it isn't about that. Like a lot of people, not a lot. Some people reach out to us. They sort of have another agenda with presenting that, um, which is just, it's fine. I, we don't even talk about it anymore. Like it's just, but I, I just understand like where he would be from a functional perspective if that happens. Damn, we would be celebrating. Oh yeah. Like we would be celebrating. Think of all those steps it would take for him to come to those conclusions and stuff. Um, because I'm very hopeful. Like I have a lot of hope for him that things will be good. They will be good. They will be good because we're working hard. His siblings are also caregivers and advocates. They're working hard. Like he's surrounded by, I mean, I just think he's surrounded by love. Yeah. His therapists are just awesome people. Like, I I don't know. I, I just, I don't know how these people do it. They're great people. I don't know how they do it. Like this is, they don't have to do this. This is the career they chose, yeah. you know, but like you said, you know, yeah, parts of this were sort of like I was talking about going to the game and not feeling great and everything. And I just, but that's the special needs parents life. Like, like I said, I just, it's not worth coming on and being a, being a Hallmark card. Like there are, there are aspects of our life where it's like, it's, we've had to make a decision. Like I basically, I was talking to someone else the other day. I sort of like canceled my own career. You know, not like a five, six year, 10 year, like a 22 year career, right? It's like, hey, do you want to move to this city and do this radio show? I'm like, I mean, I would love to. I I love doing that. I've given up half my life to that. I can't. Why? Because I love my kid. Like, I love him more than than me wanting, you know, the love, him, him, me wanting him to function is more than me. Like, hey, we got to move to this city. It's great. Awesome company. Awesome people that are, you know, the whole thing. But it's like, He's in a place where we and more you than me have worked so hard to get him this foundation, which still isn't like totally stable. Like this is still a balancing act. But like, how could we take him out of that? Everything yeah, from he's like set up right now. Yeah, I mean, I could not imagine like you move one thing out of his room, and it's just uh, he's in fear. He's scared. He's he's. I'd imagine moving. Like, and all the therapists, it's taken us so long to find the right, the right people, the right therapy centers. We finally get this, um, you know, this thing with the school worked out and that's going great. And then the climate, he needs to be out. So he wants to be outside. He wants to be in the pools and the beaches. Like, I'm like, I can't. And then people are like, well, what are you going to do? And I'm like, I don't know, but I got to do this for him because one day I'm not going to be here. But on my way out, on my way out of earth, wherever we go, I got to know, man, you you made the right decisions at key moments of his life, you know? Well, and luckily with my career, I can schedule all his therapy around my clients, yeah. you know? Yeah. Um, but it's it's still hard. I mean, it's like... I'm running all over the place. Yeah. I mean, I mean therapy, home, work, kids, back and forth. Five kids, four different schools, 40 hours of therapy, and all the rest of the stuff. It, it It is, it's tough. But listen, I'll be honest with you. Like, the parents listening to, I mean... For a lot of the people that are either going through a diagnosis now or have just gotten one or are suspecting some, you know, whatever, like it's hard, right? Like, like it, like it's hard. And I think the best, the best people in the beginning told us this is going to be really hard because there were people that were like, nah, it's listen, it's, 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 it's very manageable. It's very, you know, for us, it's been tough. And, but there are aspects that we've learned. I was talking to somebody yesterday. It's like, like I had a buddy who called me not long ago and he's like, um, there's a guy I did radio with and you know, my contract's up in 90 days. They don't want to talk to me this and that. And you know, I just said, listen, I know where you are in your life. I said, I just, I don't even think about those things anymore. Like I just, my mind can't go to these things. I know it seems like a big deal there, but there are going to be some big other moments in your life and hopefully they're all good. But little things like that, that I used to worry about, I'm like, I don't even, you know, I just, this has taught me not to worry about, not taught me. It's just, it just puts you in a position where it's like, there's these little things and I'm like, I just can't worry about that. I can't give it my time. Right. You know? And so that's a really like positive, you know, and I tell people that all the time when something comes your way and you're going through this, this lifestyle and trying to help your autistic child, like find the joy in laughing some of the other stuff off. 
you know, whatever it yeah. is. Find the joy in going like, you know, Mark from five years ago. Oh, I'd have been all upside down about this. Mark now, ha, I'm moving on. Yeah. You know, so that has been kind of a cool thing of this whole thing. Yeah, it changes you. Yeah. And it's not it's not a bad thing. I mean, you change and you grow and um, we got to get off soon. But you talked about when I changed stuff in his room. He does not like to see the process of something being done. So I just put a new dresser in his room. He's going to be fine when he walks in and the dresser's there. But if he would have seen me moving the dresser in there, absolutely not. Like he liked, we did a bunk bed. He liked the bunk bed because he likes Hickory Dickory, Hickory Dickory Dock. I think I talked about it actually. Yeah. Anyways, he doesn't want to see the bunk bed being put together, but he was fine once it was in there. So that kind of Same goes. Same thing with something being torn down. Yeah, so I can't imagine moving and packing boxes. He would have a fit. But even the process of the hair, like he's actually, he's fine now that his hair's cut. He doesn't want to go through the process of it getting cut. Yeah. So it's, and it's funny, like we learn these things and I talk to a lot of other parents like this. And then for some reason along the line, you'll forget about them. Yeah. And and then you'll do something and it's like, as you're doing it, you're like, why am I doing it this way? This is not smart. Oh my gosh. That just happened recently. And you're, and I was like, I shouldn't have done that. And you're like, no, you shouldn't have. And I'm like, oh, I forget what you were doing, but as you were doing it and it's all happening in slow motion. And I'm like, why are you saying that? (laughs) It's true though. Like Like, seriously, I'll be like, why did I do that? And because we're still learning and it's just like regular things that you would be doing and it's it's like, you can't do that. I know, but see, this is the kind of stuff though that's like when when we, you know, do talk to other people like parents, especially as parents, like that's the stuff you can laugh about when you're like, I am so dumb. Like, <laughs> I'm so dumb. Like, it, it's, but some things, whatever it is, like you're halfway into it, just like, I don't know what to do now. Like, what do I do? You know? And we literally say, like, why did we, like, I'm like, why did I do that? And you're like, I had no idea why you were doing that. And I'm like, ugh, yeah. I'm still learning. Yeah. It's, 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 yeah, it is. It, it'll, it'll just drive you a little bananas. But um, here we are. We got to have fun with it. Um, what's our plan? We got to work out and I'm finishing laundry. Working out. Let's get our workout in. Driveway workouts. Hey, I tell everybody, it, if I get it. I get it. It's it's hard, but we try to work out every day. Like, it's yeah. great for you physically, but way more for just the emotional part of it. If you can break a sweat every day, oh my God, it is life changing. Like, you can literally go to YouTube, find a 20, 25, 30, sometimes 50 minute workout Go to your driveway, your garage, or your kitchen, whatever. It is so. Uh, just got to do it, man. Makes you feel good. Yeah, it's I'm good proud. Of, I'm proud of us for that. Is something we've never ever given up. Yes. Is I mean we, we pretty much do it every day, seven days a week. It's and very, that does help your anxiety, and it does. It, it does make you happy. Get that sweat. I think I'm gonna. I think I'm gonna work out with you and then go for a long run. Okay. And then we'll probably have some negotiations about a tiki bar this afternoon. Yes. You ready? Ready. All right, let's go. Hey.